0: Welcome back to Two Pastors and a Mike. My name is Corey, and I'm Shanik, and we're glad that you joined us today, right before the new year, right after Christmas. Especially if you're listening as we release this live. But if you haven't already, please leave a review. We've gotten several reviews over the last week or two. Super encouraging. Yeah, I've been sending you text messages, be like, "Did you see hey, this? Check one? it out." Yeah, it was good. Sh- shout out to Elise who's listening and just wrote a recent. Uh, review we appreciate that share this on your podcast or not your podcast but share this on your social media accounts share this with your friends text it to somebody seriously we appreciate all the love and support that we've received this last two yeah. years yeah, over we the last two it. years crazy that we're going to be going
1: on year three yeah and i don't know did we announce this last week but we officially did hit twenty five thousand by oh, the yeah. end of the year so oh, yeah. that is so cool thank you so much for listening, for sharing. And I am excited about the new year to see where we go from here after episode 100. And after two years of doing this, um, we'll see see where this goes.
0: Yeah, so last year we did an episode called Laugh With Us, Cry With Us and Celebrate 2021. We figured since this is the last podcast episode of 2022, let's laugh with us, cry with us and celebrate 2022. So what are your goals for 2023? And did you accomplish your goals that you had for 2022?
1: Oh, well, I actually didn't write down any of my previous goals. I thought we were just looking at, well, I know you hate new year's resolutions. That's why you use the word goals. Um, (laughs) I only have my goals down here for next year. Honestly, I didn't look back to see if I accomplished what we talked about on that episode a year ago. I didn't, but I would say for me, I'm just going to talk about moving forward. Um, I preached, uh, I guess, the last sermon in our series, Due Season, where preparation and opportunity collide. And I really just talked about how we just need to stop waiting on some due season that might be out there and realize that every day, every moment is our due season when we put our life in proper perspective. And for me, I just came up with that little acronym um, for due, D-U-E, and that's Discovering Unending Enjoyment. Because I know for me, I would say whenever I see the fruit of the spirit in my life, it is um, something that comes through as love and I can be at times patient and I feel like I'm very kind. I can go through the list, right? Mm -hmm. But the one that I always feels uh, or it always feels like it eludes me is uh, joy and -hmm. that is a fruit of the spirit. And I don't know if I've ever, I won't say I've never, but I feel like I rarely experience like true joy. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always unsettled, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, looking for the next season, waiting for what's next, not content. And so because of that, um, I think part of it is because of my position and being a leader, I I need to continually look for new opportunities, new ways. How can I love better? Um, how can I lead better? And I never really truly stop and just enjoy where I'm at. So that's my goal for 2020. 23 is just that discovery piece, like Hmm. how to discover that, how to tap into that. Um, and I don't even know what that looks like. I don't have like action steps with that. So, um, I don't know if it's necessarily a goal or right. a goal without a plan is a fantasy. So I don't know if I'm in fantasy world right now, hoping I get there. Um, but I'm hoping that I do get some steps to, to accomplish that and to begin to experience that. And then the only other thing I put like, and this is a very specific goal, would be in 2023, I really wanna find a mentor. Um, Not just anyone, not just someone that's older, wiser, um, but really a very specific mentor that maybe has been in a similar position that I am currently in, um, overseeing a church, uh, recently passing on a lot of responsibilities to the team, to you, um, and teaching and preaching and looking for new ways how I can lead the church uh, to reach our city better. to make more of an impact and an influence, and so yeah, I'm I'm looking for a mentor, and I really, I'm just hoping to find him sometime next year. I'm not putting a early deadline or by you know the end of January or anything like that, but that's uh that's my goal. Two of my goals. Man,
0: I remember I was uh, out of town for your last sermon, uh, back visiting my family in Michigan, and I watched the sermon a couple days later, and I remember texting you man that was brilliant. discovering unending joy because I think I'm in a similar boat with you. It's very easy to look past things we've accomplished or things we've done to the next season or the next thing that we're working on. And I mean, I think that's why we're talking about um, addiction. what's it called? Uh, what's our destination? Term? addiction. destination addiction about happiness and joy is always in the next season. and that's why we're going there in January and challenging our church. but man, that was it really ministered to me. And it's a challenge for me. I accept that challenge moving forward. Discovering unending joy. Enjoyment. One. Enjoyment. Because it's got to be D-U-E. Oh, touche. Discovering unending enjoyment. <laughs> Makes sense.
1: But enjoyment, <laughs> joy, whatever. Yeah. Same I, thing.
0: I think for for me, actually, one of the things, I, I accomplished everything. I went back and listened to last year's podcast. I accomplished everything on my 2022 goals. And the last one I released yesterday It was an ebook. So if you're listening to this, go download my ebook because it's free. 21 uh, 21 Days to Better Mental Health. I released it yesterday. Um, But yeah, that's awesome. I think for me, uh, I have some goals for
1: 2023. Where can they go? You said go download it. Where?
0: Yeah, go go to any of my social media accounts. So it's on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Is it on and Saints, No, I, I didn't put it there yet. I will eventually make it into uh, an Amazon, like Kindle thing. I think you can still get it. It's just a download. I'm using a website called Gumroad, but you'll have to find it from my social media accounts or just text me and I'll I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, some goals for 2023. Now that I've released this ebook and... It was a process, a very long process, but I know you've challenged me around this idea of maybe I need to come up with some type of devotional or a short series of books. I'm I'm kind of over the phase of writing books and releasing them and more interested in like short books because people will read a book. And I, I think I want to capture that. How can I tell everything I need to tell on this specific topic in one setting Uh, So like 20 minute, 30 minute reads that you can accomplish in one setting without having to come back to it. And so I might release like a devotional book for every month, which would be a lot. I don't know. We still need to talk about this. I'm still processing what exactly I'm going to do specifically with that. But hey, what are some wins from this past year?
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you just mentioned just a second ago how, you know, it's good to look back and then look at if we accomplish those things or not. So I'm actually a little bummed I didn't go back and think about what I listed last season. I'll actually go back and listen to that podcast and see what I said and see if I really did have um, the wins match up to what I'm getting ready to say to what I actually had a goal for, and we'll see. But um, of course, one of them is just transitioning, like teaching past responsibilities and other responsibilities here, um, our everyday um, work, and things that we have to accomplish, responsibilities, transitioning a lot of that over to you. Uh, we kind of made the announcement. Um, I don't know if, I mean, it was kind of like, I don't know if it's just it was a big like to do or like this huge formal thing, but it was kind of in February. I just mentioned it from stage. We're doing this, this is happening. Um, so I threw it out there and then we kind of just evolved into it as the year went on. What, what did you say? Just how I told our church in Hill City that we're transitioning, and you are going to oh, be now. Oh, yeah, the yeah, kind of just happened naturally. Teaching pastor, um, and then you know it, right away it didn't like take off. Like, oh, now you're preaching two or three or four a month. I, yeah, so it's but it took a slow process. Well, to get that's there.
0: because we also our man Austin came and then left, and then we had to find new shoes. Yeah. fill that so it, there was like a six month yeah. window.
1: Yeah. But the transition happened. Um, I'm looking forward to 2023. We already got a good plan on yeah. schedules. It will be Sundays. an official year
0: where it actually
1: yeah. did take uh, so, place. <laughs> so I, I feel really good about that. Um, a win for me was the first time preaching as the main speaker for a conference yeah. and got to minister to, I would say, hundred plus pastors that came out uh, in the Netherlands, which was, was incredible. And I had preached a couple different, maybe three different conferences before, but never really as the main speaker of Mm -hmm. the thing. So that was, um, I would say a definite win for me to get that experience and exposure and for someone else to see something in me that sometimes I don't even see, to be honest. Um, so that was really cool. That affirmation piece Mm -hmm. is huge for me. You know, that a win for me is just to be able to travel. It's always uh, been a passion of mine to. Experience new cultures. I love people. Matter of fact, early on in college, I took a few sociology classes and I thought I wanted to major in that, like people, cultures. I took, I was going to be a sociology and um, geography. I don't know why. I just, I love people and places and new things. So I actually got to travel a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Got to experience Europe two different times, not just the Netherlands. But then afterwards, my wife and I went to Rome for seven days. And then this past trip back in November, me and you and Reggie got to go to brussels and then paris and just seeing new cities new life how people do things new cultures that is just eye-opening to me because it always helps me gain perspective of my problems that (laughs) in the right grand scheme of things aren't that big and they feel very big to me but but really um yeah that, that actually helps me also see people in a new way and a lot of people get in this little bubble and then they get just so discouraged or so frustrated with me when I talk about how everybody on the planet today is a child of God. Just, there's a lot of them that don't know it, mm-hmm. but I have a ton of Christians who like get on me for saying things like that. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> we've had people leave our church community because of that very thing, because we believe that, that everyone is a child of God and God's love extends and reaches to the ends of the world through all people. Um, And if you would have eyes to see it, man, your life would completely change. So that's what helps me um, have that perspective is when I travel and get out. So I would say those are the three, yeah, I'll stop there. Three main wins. Three. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean,
0: you, you missed one thing that would, is on my list. It's also on your list that I wrote down, not just the Europe trip and the relationships built from that, but our book was, translated into Dutch. How crazy is that? Transition book translated into Dutch. I think that's a huge win. Obviously this podcast success has really, we didn't expect this. I I actually wrote down some statistics real quick, just to blow your mind a little bit. In 2021, we had 9,006 total downloads. In 2022, so far, we have 16,628 downloads, making every month, we get 1,400 downloads almost every month. That's almost doubled. Yeah crazy. Yeah. Which again, we were doing this for our moms <laughs> 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 to start for, uh, for me personally, I celebrated 10 years at Hill city, big deal, uh, especially in our world. Um, I graduated with a master's in counseling. My wife also graduated with a master's in counseling and we were able to pay for that in cash. So it's been a crazy year. The, uh, birth and miraculous health of our son Zion, that whole situation. I'll talk a little bit later at, about the end, that in the end of this podcast. Um, and then three personal things real quick. I bought my first rental property. I got my front tooth fixed, which was one of my biggest insecurities and, um, TLP, what we've done as a staff. It's my favorite thing that we've ever done as a church staff. And it was extremely helpful for me to process, not just individually, but, uh, collectively as a group of people that we do life with day in, day out. So thank you. No, I love Thank you for doing it. And I'll still two, I'll
1: still two years then to make it five for me. So TLP for sure, getting that set up for the team. That's been so good to help bond, unite, and, um, just for the overall health of everyone here that's on staff at Hill city. And then I actually too, this past year had 10 years as lead pastor. So dude, congrats. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So what is your favorite podcast that we've ever done?
1: Oh, ever? Or I thought just last year. Okay, both. <laughs> um, well, maybe just last year. Yeah, I'll just go the last year because we've had a lot of good ones, over 100 now. Um, I don't know the specific number, but I loved uh, Christ-like versus biblical. Yep. Um, that was probably my favorite this past year. Matter of fact, when we were in the Netherlands, I got more feedback um, and comments about that one podcast than mm-hmm. any of the other ones. So that was really cool. Our man but when Stanley
0: I, went and yeah. taught that exact message to yeah. his church. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that was really cool to hear. Um, uh, but just really thinking in perspective of, right, the word became flesh. And when you read them, something in scripture, does it line up with the person of Jesus and how he interacted and how he loved, how he lived? Um, and if it doesn't, then maybe it's okay to question that, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people, they don't necessarily look at Jesus. They just look at the Bible and you can pick tons of different verses and establish your own religion, your own cults, your own following, your own ideologies that might totally contradict the message of Jesus and the father's love for humanity. Um, but I love to think about that. Are you Christ-like or biblical? And I want to align with Jesus every time.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Those are, that was on my list too. It it was hard because yeah, last year I know, my favorite podcast of all time is episodes 29, 30, and 31. They were You're Not Broken, um, Unpacking the Sin Nature conversation, and then answering the question, do all people then go to heaven? I, I just love that conversation. Obviously, our most listened to was the Deconstruction series, episodes 44 through 49. Was it really? I didn't know, was it? Yeah, that's, that's the most our listened most, to. L- most listened to. But this year, like you said, yeah, it, it was actually the, that three-part conversation. I think it's episode 81, 82, and 83. 81 is the Christ-like versus... Biblical, what you just said, and then our thoughts on inerrancy, which we unpacked after. But my all time favorite of this year was the cow tipping series. I just really like going in the whole in, series, yeah. The whole series, uh, I think it's episode 60 to 65. I didn't say th- I, I said think, but I have it up here. It's episode 60 to 65. Uh, I just like going in and untackling, untackling that's not even a word, tackling uh, ideologies and doctrines and theology that a lot of people in the church believe that aren't necessarily true and how important it is to tip those over. And I thought, I thought we handled some of those situations that can be really heavy. Well, and I I just like those conversations, but I am the more controversial one. So I like it. I like tipping over them cows. (laughs) No,
1: it's good. Yeah. I think a Tommy boy. (laughs) yeah speaking of what <laughs> no, I was gonna say speaking of uh, controversial, I don't know if this was very controversial actually, it was just truth um if we move on to our favorite sermon of the year. oh um I would say a message that you preached and it was just on God's judgment and what that truly is. it just brought new uh freedom to me and I feel like a lot of people that um that were here just heard that and said, oh my gosh things are lining up now, like light bulbs going off. Mm -hmm. And I've had more positive feedback from that, which could be perceived as a very controversial topic. Mm -hmm. Um, Just be like, oh man, like so much just anxiety left so much freedom in it. And it was just, I think overall, overall good. So that was my favorite sermon. And then my favorite sermon series probably was um, not a Christmas one, but the one before that, I think we spent 6 or 7 weeks in it. I never said that. Yeah. So just debunking myths. I think my, and your favorite and sermon
0: of mine was in that series. I never said that. Then I'm oh, going it to judge you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: So there.
0: Hey, that worked team. out. Yep. I liked it. Yeah, my favorite sermon series was the our Easter series. What if I told you when we unpacked hmm. uh Hebrews. the book of Hebrews, yep. But my favorite sermon was actually preached in that I never said that series by DeEric when he tackled the topic of love the sinner hate the sin and how he just Unpacked that and debunked it. He actually said this quote. I wrote it down. He said, "It's impossible for you to love someone while pointing out what you don't like about them." And a lot of Christians would argue with that because they're like, "No, we have to tell them. We right. have to. We have to let them know, right. as if they're the Holy Spirit." And I, I just loved his, I loved his demeanor. I loved how he communicated it. I thought it, that's a, one of those subjects that you know, people have heard that phrase their whole life, whether they've been in church, or not, or, or church long or not. And I think he just did a very incredible and beautiful job of unpacking God's heart in that series. And I remember because I we were in the Netherlands when he spoke it. So I watched it on the plane and I was just like, man, filled with so much love just hearing it. And like, man, he represented God's heart so well. So I I just love listening to sermons that represent God's
1: heart. Yeah. Well, absolutely. So, yeah. So then what have you been as we get towards the end of this podcast? What have you been wrestling with? or struggling with and what's been encouraging you in the process.
0: Yeah. So this is, um, we'll close with this one, but last year, I, I, again, I went back and listened to hear what I said. And at this time last year, we had just found out the news that Zion had a cyst in his brain. And, uh, I was wrestling with the anxiety around that little, did we know that in two more months we'd find out way worse news that he was diagnosed with something called PRUV. And now looking back at that entire situation and his miraculous birth and how he's healthy and we haven't had an issue, it's like man, all that anxiety for nothing, <laughs> yeah, you know? No, right. but r- you remember it, you know? Like, cause I lived it. Yeah, said in it, yeah. And I-, I was just thinking this year has been, we've done so much and experienced so much, my wife and I, and just knowing what that anxiety felt like for months And I went and even preached at a youth conference in February. And I even told the people, like, I feel like such a hypocrite because I just found out terrible news about my son and I'm questioning whether or not God is even good or real. And here I am talking about God's goodness and realness. And it was just a very emotional like six months for us. And now on this side of it, I've just really been embracing the seasons of life, embracing the fact that I don't sleep right now because of Zion but thankful that he's alive. My, my perspective is so different. And so, yeah, this year, um, what I've been currently wrestling with, honestly, is looking for a challenge, personally. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I should be doing in, in terms of like, you know, over the last several years, we've been practicing slow living and being. And I, I feel like I've done a good job and I don't feel like that's ever like I've arrived. I think that's just a constant reality of just, practicing being present and going slow. And I, I, I do I do feel like I'm in a good spot with that. Obviously, we'll continue. But I've kind of been a little bit disappointed in what I've personally produced in the past, which is kind of crazy maybe for you to hear that. So I don't feel like it's necessarily producing more content, even though one of my goals is to produce more content. Uh, and even though that is what I love to do. I, so I'm just kind of like in this um, not sure season um, I'm not. I'm not trying to look forward to the next season. I, I'm really trying to tackle that mentality, but I'm really struggling with okay, what should I be doing right now besides being? Because I, I I feel like I've got that down, and and I feel like I do have some time and margin in my hands to maybe be creating something or producing something again. Not necessarily church world. Maybe it is personal. I, I don't. I don't know, and so. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm in, uh, where I'm at. But I, I feel at peace for real, especially with the year that we've been through. And listening back to last year's podcast, and all, and like I could feel my anxiety listening back because I remember what it, what I was going through. Yeah. So I'm just thankful that I'm not in that season anymore, and I'm thankful for, that I have three healthy kids, and that Julia started a new career and really loves her job now, and just the homestead is in a good place and we're at peace. And so I'm at peace. So I'm not like pushing that what's next, but I am curious. Yeah. And That's I what... love
1: that you said that because that is what it has been encouraging you to look back, to realize mm-hmm. where you're at now and the peace in the home, the new season really that you're in. And so I wouldn't encourage you as a listener, see what encourages you. And maybe this is the time 2023. Maybe you begin to journal. Maybe you begin to uh, just record notes on your phone of how you're feeling and what you're sitting in, so that you can, like mm-hmm. you just did, look yeah. back, listen, and think, "Oh man, that is where I was at, and I'm not there anymore." Yeah. So I think that's really good for our listeners to hear. I would say for me, and uh, if I could, I would just say ditto. I I literally <laughs> wrote down before before we came yeah, to we record. Didn't look at our notes. <laughs> yeah, we have different notes right now. I put what's my next that's it. What's my next, what's my next adventure? What's my next kind of purpose to walk in outside of right love, which I talked Mm -hmm. about in that message. Like that is our overarching purpose of our life is just to love and to love well, to love like Jesus loved us, which is unconditionally. But then how do you walk that out is like up to us to figure out. And so just figuring out what that is. Um, I I don't want to say what's my next like title or nothing like that, but but yeah, what, what's what's next for my life as far as what am I going to be a part of? What am I going to help um, in making a difference in either families or this area, this community, this city? I, I don't really know what that is. And so mm. um, that's what I'm wrestling with and struggling with. And honestly, right now, um, the I would say the only thing encouraging me right now is to know that um, well, like you said, there's just peace in your life that I am at rest and just who I am. So when things flow from that, understanding your identity, who you are, you don't have to do things to gain approval or feel like a success. Like I feel like all of those things already because of who I am. And that's the truth. I'm not just throwing out like cliches right now. That is honestly the truth. But I do feel like um, I'm in a season of unknown, some mm-hmm. uncertainty And I would like to get some clarity. That's actually, (laughs) if we go back to the beginning of the podcast, it's why I said my main goal for 2023 is to also get a mentor, Mm -hmm. just to have somebody there, you know, um, just guiding and pouring in and challenging when I need to be challenged. Um, so yeah, we'll see what, what happens, man. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that.
0: I think uh, our January sermon series of Destination Addiction will be very interesting. As uh, yeah. are you, you're preaching it, right? I can't. I forgot. Yeah, to I'm look opening up you know, January eighth. <laughs> so uh, a lot more of that. Hey, yeah, it's all good.
1: <laughs> well, just as we end this episode, we want to thank you for listening Seriously. all year. If you've been with us, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. If you haven't already, we do want to hear from you. So please leave a review. Also. Share this podcast with a friend. If there was something that encouraged you, if you um, uh, maybe were challenged with something or had a thought, why don't you go ahead and send this to someone and have a conversation uh, with them around it.
0: Or text it to somebody and go download my ebook.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What, uh, Corey Rice, all your socials? Yeah,
0: Corey Rice, all my socials. 21 Days to Better Mental Health. Well,
1: as we close out the year, just know this above everything else, you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.